0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to The Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector, Kevin Kane, here to share some more creepy stories, stories I've enjoyed listening to as I've grown up, even in my adult years. Some of these stories came along, and I just loved how they creeped me out, so I just had to share them with you. Before we get started, just let me remind you to go to MyHauntedDolls.com where you can learn a little bit more about me. There's also a page out there, one of them features a little story about the first haunted doll I ever collected, Patty. It tells the story of my experience with her and even includes the YouTube clip of a electronic voice phenomena recording that I re- captured from Patty's doll. Where she actually speaks. A little ghostly voice. It's adorable yet creepy. Be sure to check that out. Patty is said to be haunted by the spirit of a 7 year old child. Who was the daughter of a a prostitute. And accidentally died by ingestion of drugs. You can hear the complete story on episode 2 of this show. Patty's doll. So be sure to check that out. And the rest of the episodes of this show. Getting back to myhaunteddolls.com please be sure to check that out also for the store because all of my books are out there you can purchase a copy autographed including the book My Haunted Collection which tells the stories behind the original haunted items that I collected it also uh, contains my most recent novel Crimson the Blood Painting a story about an actual real life haunted painting that came from the home of a witch in Salem, Massachusetts. The story was so creepy that I had to spin out a supernatural novel based on it, so be sure to check that out. Now, let's get down to business here with our new episode. First things first, have you ever thought about a baby monitor? Really thought about how creepy that could be? Sure, you think oh, all that is is just something that I keep in my baby's nursery where I can listen into them especially at night while they're sleeping and make sure they're safe. But what if late one dark evening you were listening and something besides your baby came through? Well here are thirteen stories that might just chill you out about baby monitors. Let's get started. Number 1 A father was sitting on the couch reading the newspaper. His newborn baby was upstairs, asleep in her crib. On the baby monitor, he could hear the sound of his wife singing a lullaby. Go to sleep Go to sleep He smiled. Just then, the front door opened and his wife came in carrying the groceries. Number two. There's nothing in the world more soothing than the laughter of a baby unless it's 1 a.m. and you're home alone and you don't have a baby. Number three. My cousin woke up in the middle of the night, looked at the baby monitor, and saw what looked like her daughter staring into the monitor camera. Deadpan stare, no blinking. If that wasn't creepy enough, Behind her daughter was another copy of her daughter laying asleep. Number four. I had a baby monitor with a camera installed at the foot of my son's crib. One evening, I was downstairs watching a movie when I happened to glance over at the monitor. All I could see on the screen was an eerie, distorted face. I ran upstairs to my son's room and found him sound asleep. I looked around, but I didn't see anything strange. So I waited in the hallway and peeked in through a crack in the door. About ten minutes later, I saw my son standing up in his crib and putting his face right up against the monitor. He was giggling like crazy. Then he quickly lay down and acted like he was asleep. I laughed it off, but a few nights later, I saw the same thing on the monitor. The only difference was, My son was lying on the couch next to me at the time. Number five. My wife and I woke up to our precious baby's face pressed against the monitor, smiling with a big open mouth. It just sat there smiling. There's a problem with this. At the time, my baby was staying with my parents across town. Number six. My baby was six months old and she had been asleep for about an hour when the monitor started picking up static. My husband and I just stared at it for a moment. Then a voice came through the monitor a low, husky voice that gave us both chills. It said, Get her! We both ran down the hall and into the bedroom where the baby was. Just as we went into the room, the baby's blanket literally flew off as if someone had pulled it off. My husband grabbed the baby and we ran out of the room. The whole house was so cold We could see our own breath. We got in the car and spent the night at my mother-in-law's house. Number 7 Not sure why, but my cousin was freaked out by my baby monitor. She said she saw what looked like a second baby laying next to mine on the monitor. However, when we went to check on the crib in the nursery, only my baby was lying there. Number eight. Years ago, I worked with radios. One day, during a test, I picked up a two-way baby monitor in a nearby apartment. I could hear a baby sleeping and the sound of some woman washing the dishes. I put, as a joke, I pushed talk on my headset and said in a loud demonic voice, Feed me! <laughs> but then I heard the sound of dishes shattering. Number nine, living with a little baby is like being in a horror movie. For whenever I look at the monitor, I see my baby staring back at me, but its eyes are solid black. Number 10, we had a baby monitor with night vision mode so we could watch our son sleeping in his crib. One evening, I looked over at the monitor and saw my son standing up. Then I saw two female hands reach in and pick him up. I completely flipped out and made my husband go upstairs to check on him. The baby was lying there, sleeping peacefully and there was no ghostly woman there. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Then I heard the neighbor's dog barking, but I heard it on our baby monitor. I finally realized that the neighbors had the exact same baby monitor as us, and we were picking up footage of their son's room. Number 11. One evening, I decided to check on my baby's monitor. Our baby's monitor also records. Everything appeared out of, uh, you know, appeared normal and nothing out of the ordinary. However, when I played back the next morning, after hearing some strange noises that night, I was shocked to see that during the time I was looking at that monitor and no one was there, The video captured the apparition of a woman standing next to the crib, leaning over, and peering down at my baby. Number 12. I was babysitting my niece once, and I could see her on the baby monitor. All of a sudden, I heard some whispering and realized it was coming from the baby monitor. When I looked at the screen, there was a dark shadow near her crib. The shadow definitely had not been there before. I have never been more terrified in my life. I ran upstairs to her room and looked around, but there was nothing there. When I went back downstairs and looked at the monitor, the shadow was gone. I told my brother about it and he pulled me aside and told me not to mention it to his wife because she would freak out. He said that he had seen that same thing several times and heard the same whispering. They stayed in the house for about four more years and my niece would often tell her mom about her imaginary friend. Who talked to her at night. To this day, it still creeps me out. Number 13. My dad told me that one time, when I was 18 months old, I stood up in the crib and ordered a Happy Meal, fries, and a medium Coke from the baby monitor. (laughs) nice to end that little series of creepy stories with something a little bit humorous especially for number 13 (laughs) I hope you enjoyed those baby monitor stories and if you do by chance own a baby monitor just every once in a while give it a little extra glimpse a little extra listen and just see if you catch anything out of the ordinary Well, while we're on the subject of creepy things, let me tell you about one of my most favorite, favorite ghost stories that I've heard ever since I was a child. I've never been to Chicago, but if I ever do, I'm going to be sure to check this out. Because it is one of their most, if not the most, famous legend of their city. This is called Resurrection Mary. Back in 1930, a young woman named Mary attended a dance and had an argument with her boyfriend. Mary ran out into the night and hitchhiked down Archer Avenue on that cold winter night. She was hit by a car and killed on impact. The driver fled the scene of the accident. Mary was buried in Resurrection Cemetery and ever since then her ghost has been spotted walking down Archer Avenue and also at the ballroom where she danced that fateful night. People who see Resurrection Mary say she is a young blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl dressed in a long white ball gown and dancing shoes. Some drivers have actually stopped and let her into their cars. They say her skin is cold and clammy to touch. She always asks them to let her out at the cemetery gates. And then when they look again, they see that she suddenly disappears into thin air when she reaches the gates. In 1976, a passerby called the police after noticing a woman who appeared to be locked inside Resurrection Cemetery. When the police arrived, the woman was nowhere to be seen, but there was physical evidence that the bars on the gate were bent apart. Not only that, but her ghostly handprints were embedded into the bars and can still be seen to this day. One group of motorists did not have as pleasant an experience when they spotted Resurrection Mary on the side of the road one evening. The group of young people, two boys and two girls, had heard the legend and wanted to check it out for themselves. So late one "'Foggy night they drove down Archer Avenue. "'As they drove, up ahead the headlights "'caught the image of a woman in a long white gown, "'her back to them, walking down the shoulder of the road. "'Maybe that's her right there,' said the passenger, "'a very timid woman. "'She pointed a shaky finger. "'They all looked and saw the same shape "'on the side of the road.' The woman, her long golden flocks of hair flowing in the breeze, the fog swirling around her dress as she walked slowly. The driver slowed the car down, and as they eased up alongside her and just a little bit past her, they noticed that where her face should be was nothing but a dark abyss. Needless to say, they made a hasty retreat. And vowed never to return to Archer Road, at least not at nighttime. So, if you're ever in Chicago or in the area and you're where you can make a stop by Archer Road or that Resurrection Cemetery, in the daytime, take a look at that gate of Resurrection Cemetery and see if you spot those ghostly handprints embedded there. And if you dare, when nighttime comes, And that eerie mist rolls in. Take a little drive down Archer Avenue and you just might see Mary still trying to make her way home. That was one of my favorite ghost stories of all times. If you can get the old uh, TV show Unsolved Mysteries on Uh, Amazon Prime or somewhere else, be sure to look up that episode of Resurrection Mary. It's the best, best uh, documentary of that ghostly urban legend. So be sure to check that out. It is creepy. And now, being a haunted collector, it would not be right if I didn't share some kind of story involving a cursed or haunted doll. And that's just what I'm going to do next. This next story I heard a little more recently but it still gave me the willies and I'm going to share it with you. It is about a creepy haunted item and the name of that story is just simply called The Antique Doll. On the morning of her birthday Lucy's mother woke her up and told her a package had arrived in the mail and it was addressed to her. The girl hurriedly unwrapped the gift and was horrified at what she found inside. It was the most disgusting old doll she had ever seen. It was completely bald and its skin was cracked and caked in dirt. The worst thing of all was its teeth. They were long, pointy sharp and beastly they looked like an animal's fangs with a shiver she took the doll and threw it in a corner her mother scolded her telling her that someone had gone to a lot of trouble to send her this antique doll her mother told her she had better appreciate it Lucy tried to protest but her mother would not listen She forced the young girl to keep the doll. So, to put her mind at rest, Lucy stuffed the antique doll into the little cupboard, under the stairs, behind a pile of shoes, where she would not have to look at the ugly, evil little thing. It was not until a few nights later, when Lucy was lying in bed, that she heard a noise. A shuffling sound which went on for about five minutes, then a brief dragging noise, and finally a scuttling like light footsteps walking very fast. By now Lucy was shaking in her bed with fear, unable to move. Then she thought she heard a faint raspy voice whispering quietly from downstairs. Lucy always slept with the door open and the landing light on as she was a little scared of the dark. She heard the voice say, Lucy, I'm on the first step, and then loud scrabbling again as whatever was speaking apparently turned tail and returned to its place of hiding. Lucy was so scared that she did not sleep a wink that night but laid in fear until the break of dawn when her mother got her up for school. Lucy attempted to explain to her mother what had happened the night before, but was so tired that, when her mother passed it off as just a dream, she began to believe it might be the case. Of course it wasn't. Lucy begged her parents to let her throw the antique doll in the garbage but they insisted that it was a present and she had to keep it. So Lucy reluctantly went back to bed, telling herself that it had only been a dream. She checked the cupboard under the stairs, but the doll was exactly where Lucy had left it. That night, Lucy fought sleep, but she eventually drifted off even though she had fought sleep as hard as she could. Presently, the deep, disembodied voice woke Lucy again. She wondered if she could only hear it in her head, or if it really was audible. Lucy, I'm on the fourth step, it said. Then came the scuffling noise, and the voice did not reoccur that night. Lucy was crying by now, and again she didn't sleep that night. At school, Lucy told her friends about the doll, and of course, they laughed at her. She could not think, she could only think that if the doll was climbing four steps at a time, then there was only one more night to go before it reached her. That night, Lucy decided to shut her bedroom door. When her mother turned her light out, she asked why Lucy was no longer scared of the dark. Lucy replied that she was still and could she at least leave her light on instead of the hall light, but her mother pointed out that her bedroom light was so bright it would keep her awake, and so the answer was no. Therefore, Lucy agreed to just sleep without a light. She opened the bedroom curtains instead to light the room a little bit. Just as she began to doze, she heard the noise. And then the voice came, very clear this time. Lucy, I'm on the top step. In the darkness of her bedroom, Lucy heard a click and trembled with fear. She wasn't sure, but she thought she could see her bedroom door opening very very slowly the next morning Lucy's parents found her body at the bottom of the stairs they guessed that she had been on her way to the toilet maybe during the night and in the darkness she had slipped and fallen down the stairs breaking her neck the antique doll was found beside her body and thus it was buried with Lucy. Everyone said what a tragedy it was. She loved that doll, said her mother. Now they can be together forever. Now I don't know what kind of parent would allow their child to keep... A creepy, ugly doll with fangs that was sent by a complete stranger in the mail. If I don't know who it is, I'm not going to let my child keep it. I might keep it, keep it locked up with some holy water sprayed on it, but (laughs) not going to let my child have that thing. So shame on mama and daddy in this story. But still, it was a creepy story, wasn't it? And so I'll leave you to enjoy that. Thank you so much for tuning in for yet another episode and I shall return in hopefully a couple of weeks and it will be September, almost fall, almost time for Halloween, one of my favorite times of the year. But until then, keep on enjoying those spooky stories, keep those doors and windows locked, leave on a light, but by all means, have a happy haunting. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.